0: Every one of you this morning, we're really glad for our guests. Um, I just want to thank all our, our church people, especially those that are involved with our um, small group meetings. We started last week at live group meetings, and it was well attended, and I, I'm really grateful to God for it. Uh, If you're not a part of that, please, I encourage you to be a part of it. You will grow spiritually. You will really grow spiritually. You'll begin to notice it in your own life. That's why it works. You know, they broke bread from house to house over the Word of God, and then they grew, and they come into that unity that God gives to us. You know, yesterday, we had a wonderful time uh, yes, we went to the mall, uh, we had, <laughs> wonderful, we had 11 kids and three adults, and we spread out in the mall, and we started inviting people to church, all of us, and the kids came back really excited, uh, one of them told me, uh, somebody asked, are you a Jehovah's Witness?, no, absolutely not, we're not but uh, I'm truly excited for our kids and uh, I think uh, one of them was asking when are we going back again I said, keep saying that, keep saying that because I want to go out with them and I'm truly grateful to God we had a wonderful time today I want to share from the word of God about our God and how much he cares for us how much God cares for us so important God truly cares father I ask that you minister to our hearts today by the power of your grace in Jesus name amen you know God truly cares we don't believe him enough we don't trust him enough we don't take him by his word enough if you really take God by His Word, you will enter into what God promised. Enter into my rest. Rest. Rest for the people of God. He is an awesome God. And He loves us so dearly. And I'll let you know there's nothing that God has created that He doesn't care for. He takes good care of everything that He's created. Hebrews chapter 11, uh, chapter 1, I believe verse 3 tells us that after God, has created all things, he upholds all things by the word of his power. This universe has been, and God is caring for his universe. He cares for everything he's made. Especially his own. Those that he's called to himself. His own. He loves them dearly. He cares for us. God truly cares for us. I wish we can truly believe and trust Him. You honor God when you trust Him. Amen? You honor Him when you believe in His Word. You honor Him and He feels very honored when you take Him by His Word and act according to His Word. Because you know He is. He is God. You know... A man lay dying in the hills of California, and he had his eyes closed. He was waiting for, his, for death to come into his life, but he didn't know God. And the Christian woman read John 3, 16 to him, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life, everlasting life. This fellow didn't know the scriptures, never heard anything like that. He opened his eyes, and he said to the woman, is that in the Bible? And she said, yeah, it's in the Bible. He knew nothing of it. He said, does that mean me? And she said, Yes, it means you. He closed his eyes for a while and was thinking through what he had heard. And then he opened his eyes again and said to her, has he said anything more? Has he said anything more? I want to know. And so she read from John chapter 1 verse 12. As many as believed in him, he gave the right to become sons of god and he responded yes i believe i receive him he said i'm at peace now i can rest he closed his eyes he went to be with jesus as simple as that as simple as that taking god by his word Just accepting his word. Not analyze his word. Just accept his word. You know the almighty God, the great creator of the universe, has allowed himself to be called a shepherd. God is a shepherd to his people. He is the shepherd. And Jesus called himself this great son of God, he said, I am the good shepherd. What does a shepherd do? David understand because, understood because he was a shepherd. And he said, the Lord is my shepherd. A shepherd is to take care of his flock, to take care of the sheep, to make sure that they are well cared for, well provided for, and protected David knew this and David understood it so he said of God you are my shepherd the Lord is my shepherd a shepherd has a job to do amen his job is to take care of his sheep to protect them, to care for them, to provide for them, to guide them and to lead them. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. That's who he is. When you make Jesus your shepherd, then you make, you've given to him a business over your life. To take care of you, that's his business, that's his job. To take care of you constantly, consistently, because he is God, never going to give up, he cares for you. That's the good shepherd. You know, there are good doctors and bad doctors, right? Some of you have experienced that. You got good nurses and nurses that will kick you. No, not my wife. She's a good nurse. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you got good shepherd and you got bad shepherd. But Jesus said, "I am the good shepherd. He take care of you. He take care of all of your needs." And in in um, Psalm 23, which is a scripture we all know very well. We memorize that scripture. The Lord is my shepherd, David said. And because the Lord is my shepherd, I will never know want. He was confident of this shepherd. He takes care of me and provides for me constantly and consistently. He never will quit because his God, his resources are endless. He will take care of me. Because I have made the Lord my shepherd, I don't have to worry about want any day of my life. Do we believe this? Do we believe this? Do we internalize this? Do we trust him and say, yes, he is my shepherd. And because he's my shepherd, I will never know want. David knew that. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. That green pastures is a field. The field of His grace. Amen. He's always green. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. You turn this way is green. You turn the other way is green. You can lie in it. He didn't say. He makes me to walk through the green pastures. Many of us are walking through he wants you to lie down in green pastures. He makes you lie down there. Don't run away from it. He's always green for you. Regardless of what's happening, God will take care of you. He will make sure that even when you think that it's coming, becoming dry, He will turn it into something green for you. We Americans know what it is to have green, Right? <laughs> Green means good, right? Wow. But that's what the Bible says. He wants you to lie down there. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Enjoy yourself. Amen. Enjoy yourself. Why can't you trust him? Just stay there. You know, I said earlier, when you take God by his word, you honor Him. Many of us are dishonoring Him because we have all these things going on in our heads and our circumstances, the things that we're going through and we go through all of those and we say, how is God going to do this? I've been in this for so many years. How will anything ever change? Well, you're not taking Him by His word. You dishonor Him. But you make Him glad when He finds you are trusting in His word and you stand up because He watches over His word to perform it he's just looking for somebody to believe he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters. still water doesn't mean water like in water in the pond that will go contaminated before long <laughs> all kinds of green creatures in there but still water is a flowing water it's not like the water coming from a flood That's going to cause damage. But this is still where you can drink and be restored. He's the word of God. He makes you lie down there so you can feed yourself and drink and be restored. He restores my soul. Now David knew what that meant. When you go, sometimes we do wrong. We do something that's wrong. And David said, my my heart smote me when it got, you know, saw garment. His heart smote him because he touched the anointed of God. And then he also, God also restored him, but he had to do it through a prophet, Nathan. Remember? He says, you are the man. But all of that was restoration. For his name's sake, he's taking care of you. For his name's sake, he restores you. He leads you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He's guiding you. He's taking care of you. I remember the words of Jesus. Those that the Father has given to me, no one can pluck them out of my hand. The one who gave them to me is greater than all. That's you. God gave you to Him. He said you didn't choose me. I chose you and I ordained you. You belong to Him. There is no reason for you to be afraid of anything in the world. Your God is with you. He is constantly consistently protecting you, providing for you and caring for you. We need to believe this so that when we go to sleep, we don't go to sleep in anxiety. Tossing back and forth because of what the doctors have said. And because of what came in the mail. And because of what your boss said yesterday at work, some of you may have to be laid off. So you're worried. But he takes care of his own. Constantly taking care of it. We need to believe this. We need to trust in him. We honor him when we do that. He makes you to lie down. And he says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Think about those words. Why do we fear? Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? Because he's with me constantly there. Your shepherd is constantly there. God is not just speaking words. He means every word is spoken. If you are His child, you have come into his sheepfold. He's, you, are, you belong to him. He'll take care of you till the very end. He, he prayed to his father. He said those that you have given to me have not lost not a single one. Not a single one. His eyes are constantly on you. Whether you feel good or bad about yourself, That doesn't change anything. He loves you. He cares for you. He will lead you in the paths of righteousness. You feel like if you Yes, he's walking with you. To make that part of your life perfect. He loves you. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. All you are going through is a shadow. It seems like death. But it's a shadow. A shadow can't hurt you. But notice, you are not walking in the shadow of death. You are walking through the shadow of death. Amen. <laughs> it's only going to last for a moment. You may cry at night, but joy is sure to come in the morning. There's joy coming in the morning. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you're walking through. It's just a valley. It's a little low this time. But you got nothing to fear. Because your good shepherd is there with you. And he cares with you. His rod, his staff, his promises. Amen. Those will keep you at peace. You can rest even though you're going through it. Because you're just going through it. I like it. (laughs) This guy, you know, read King James, you know, and it came to pass. You're old King James. It came to pass. He was sick. And so he was reading the scripture it came and it came to pass it came to pass okay he said to himself so this sickness has come and it's going to pass wow this is great revelation for him this is this is guess what he got healed from it came to pass <laughs> you're just going through you're just going through god says what you're going through the sufferings whatever you're going through is only for a moment And all of this, the Bible says, they are working for your good, for a weight of glory for your own life. All things work together for good. For those who love God, for those who are called into his sheepfold. He takes care of you. But are you truly his sheep? That's the question. Today, a lot of crazy stuff in Christianity. A lot of people doing crazy things. I mean, it's, it's funny. Some things I've never heard. This is my thirty-fifth year as a Christian. I've never heard about Christians sitting around smoking and drinking. I'm frightened. I don't condemn them. I say, God, please help me. <laughs> I don't want to ever get there. God forbid. And so, so some pastors even sit around and smoke and drink. I don't condemn those guys. You know, when I hear those things, it's not for them. I'm thinking about myself because they may have been very sincere with God sometime, right? What brought them there? And I'm thinking, God, I know I'm not special. I'm just like the rest of them. Could you help me? I need you. Shepherd, come closer to me. Because I don't know how they got there. And I really don't want to go there. Please help me. And please help them also. Amen? Amen? Because he's still their shepherd. But I don't want to get there. Is he truly your shepherd? You know, Jesus separated sheep from goats. You have to make sure you are his sheep. Know that without a doubt. Because he'll take care of you. I've seen this. God will take care of you. When God called us, Angela and I, into this ministry, the things were really difficult. But he made it clear to me, I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. And we're finding it to be true. He does take care of you. He needs one thing, faithfulness. Stay where you are. Stay faithful to him. And your shepherd will never leave you. He'll take care of you. But make sure you are a sheep. You know the sheep, they are inoffensive. Sheep are inoffensive. If you find like your life is always causing offense with people, but by what you say, what you're doing, check what's going on. Check what's going on. Sheep are very agreeable, harmless. You, if you are a sheep, you're meek. That doesn't mean you're weak, it means you're submissive. That's what it means. It means you're gentle, humble. But Jesus says something about his sheep. He says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them. And they know me. I know my sheep. You can read that in John chapter chapter 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. John chapter 10 Verse 14, Jesus was saying, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. And I'm known of mine. They know me and I know them. It's not whether you know him, it's whether he knows you. as see sheep. You know, a lot of people claim, but does he really know you? He's knowing him, And him knowing you, that makes you part of his sheepfold. And once you are part of his sheepfold, he will take care of you. He will take care of you. He'll make sure every problem you're going through, work out for your good. I just have to make sure that I'm part of his sheepfold. In John chapter 14, and I'm going to read this, verse 23, Jesus said, answered and said to them, If anyone loves me, he'll keep my word. And my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. If he makes you, home with you, you know him, right? And he'll know you. But the key is keep my words. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Many Christians are not willing to follow anymore. You want to do your own thing? Then it's very clear you may not be part of his sheep. You may call yourself one, and you remember what the Bible says, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, but you need to be sure you are in Christ Jesus. Because there's going to come a day where he'll say to some people, and they'll claim that they know him, he's going to say to them, I never knew you, I'm sorry. I never knew you. Because you didn't keep his word. He who loves me keeps my word you need to keep his word so you can be you see I said on Wednesday or so I don't worry about anything not people I just want to work my only concern is I'm in the place where I'm pleasing this God amen what's happening at the Act Fellowship has nothing to do with my relationship with him I keep that that's very important to me I want to be sure that God is doing a good work in my life I'm pleasing to him the church grows that's wonderful Great. But I have to be sure when I get up there, I hear good and faithful servant. And I'm accepted. That's very important. The same thing goes for your life. Make sure you are his. And if you are his, he will take care of you. I tell you what. When you put your trust in God, this is one thing he's going to do for you. He'll make sure in this present life, you will never suffer disgrace or shame. Your, should, your children will not shame you. Nothing of that kind. All of these things come by faith. You know, a lot of p- parents, they worry about how their children, Christian parents worry about how their children are going to turn up, turn up you know, turn up, you know, in, in life and all of that. But the Bible is very clear. Because you are a child of God, your children are holy. When God says something is holy, you better not say something different. I believe that. Why don't we just take him by his word? I mean, the children will turn out well. God says they are holy. You want to mess with something that's holy? God makes it very clear. They are holy. They'll follow God. I don't have to worry about it. I'll pray for them, but they'll follow God. Your children are his children. Right? If you got a sheep fold, you got sheep. And if sheep have babies, lambs, they still belong to the fold, right? The shepherd is still the owner of all the sheep, right? There he is. My children are his. Your children are his. he take care of you. Amen. And those things, everything that belongs to you, take care of. Amen. he take care of you. And we're not just saying words to make us feel good. This is the truth. This is the truth. Can you believe it? This is the truth. God wants to make you a showcase to the world. The world doesn't believe in God and Satan is lying to the people of the world that God is not good. If they hear a thunder and if there's an earthquake, they call it the act of nature or the act of God. Somebody died, well, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Everything is blamed on God, you know. It's God that did it. If hurricane comes through Louisiana, well, God, Jesus. Well, maybe. I don't really understand all of this, but this is what I know. For those that belong to him, he is very careful to take care of you. This is just the truth. You know why? You are priceless. You don't give anything. You don't give a $100 for something that's only worth $10, right? would you do that? if you do that, I'd like to do business with you, yeah. <laughs> you are a real good business, I'll do a lot of business, you only give money for something that is valuable to you, when well, God gave his son, right, to have you, that means you're valuable, that means you're special, he takes care of you, you may not think too much about yourself, but he thinks a lot about you. Amen. And he loves you. Just as you are. With all of the mistakes. As long as you are part of his shipfold. He's working everything out for your good. He wants to make you a showcase to the world. He wants your friends to see what God does in a man or a woman that he's called to himself. But we don't believe that. And so we're not saying, be it unto you, what? According to your faith, he wants to take care of us, and we really need to know that he loves us dearly you know isaiah fifty four verse four i 'm going to read a few scriptures to you quickly. It says, "Do not fear for you will not be ashamed, God will not allow you to suffer shame don 't be even don't even consider it it won't happen to you. neither be disgrace He will not allow disgrace to come into your life for you will not be put to shame. God will protect you from all of that. Isaiah 49 verse 14 through 16. It says. But Zion said. The Lord has forsaken me. And my Lord has forgotten me. Can you give it to me? So we can read together. I didn't put this down. He says. Can a woman forget a nursing child? and she will not have compassion on that child? If God says. They may forget. Maybe when they get through the birthing process, there's a problem, they're sick, and all they want to do is survival, they're not even conscious. The child is not there in their heart. They're not thinking about the child. It's survival now. Or too much trouble in the home. Or they're depressed. They may forget, but God's never going to get depressed. God said, they may forget, but I'll never forget. I have your image. You, I have you on my palm of my hand, God says. I have you right there every one of you looking back at me this morning every one of you if you've made him your shepherd he has you right there and he he has you not to harm you to make you a showcase that he is a god of love and he loves you dearly he wants some object somebody to pour out his goodness on you know god is good well, he's got to do something about his goodness. He needs you, the object, so he can pour his goodness on so the world can see. And that's you. That's you. He wants to do that. Why don't we let him? By just thanking him for this things, Because he loves us. Jesus will seek you out. And I'm going to close with this. Every time I read about Jesus in the New Testament, it amazes me. In Mark chapter 5, you know, there was a, a man that was insane. He had been that way all his life, I guess, for the most part of his life. He didn't live among people. He lived among the dead in tombs. And Jesus was having a revival meeting in a place where there were thousands of people. And all of a sudden, Jesus said, let's go back to the other side of the sea. Left his revival meeting to go and look for this one guy, just one person. And as soon as Jesus got out of the boat, he was going straight for the man. That man had been among the dead, chained, he plucked off the chains, and he cut himself with stones, crying day and night. Nobody could help him. But Jesus went to him. He'll he'll come to you in Jesus' name. Jesus will come to you, whatever that is that's holding you back. That's causing problem in your life. Today is the last day of that thing in your life. In Jesus' name. Jesus will come to you and take care of you. There was a man that sat by the pool of Bethesda. For 38 years, he had been sick. And nobody to help him get into the pool. Jesus found him out. Because his heart was crying out towards God. Amen. Amen. Jesus found him out. That's how good he is. And he talked to him. Do you want to be well? What a question. How many sick here this morning? Do you want to be well? Jesus is speaking to you. Do you want to be well? It's all your choice. If the guy said, no, I don't want to be well. I said, okay, I'll leave you here. But do you want to be well? If you want to be well, he can make you well. This morning. Yes, right now where you are. He can make you well. He asked the man, do you want to be well? The guy said, well, I don't have anybody to help me. Jesus said, you got help now. (laughs) You got help. Just stand up. Stand up. Stand up. He stood up and walked away. I'm not telling you to stand up. (laughs) man. I love you guys. That's the sheep. Amen. That's the people Jesus truly loves. That's the people he loves. Amen. They're agreeable, that's what it is. You agree with the word of God. You see, we are too complex. (laughs) We analyze everything. But God works with those that are of a humble heart. Agreeable. He works with people like that. And God wants to walk with you this morning just like that. He wants to come into your family. If you have not made him the, the shepherd of your life, you got a good opportunity this morning. Because he's here. I know he is here. I know he is here. I have no doubt in my heart he is here. And he wants to be the shepherd of you. Let him guide you. In that path of righteousness. Because that's where the goodies are. All the goodies. It's for his name's sake. He wants you well. He wants everything good for you. So that the world can see how good God is. And say, I want that. Whatever you got, I want it. Amen? So why don't you make him the shepherd of your life? Wholeheartedly. Some of us have made him shepherd, but we're not really willing to be part of the sheepfold. We're doing our own thing. We're not following the shepherd. But today you're saying, God, I want to follow you. Jesus, I want to follow you. I want you to be the shepherd of my life. I really want that. That's all I'm asking you to do this morning. Do you want Jesus to be the shepherd of your life? If you are no big deal, I want you to join me here. You really want him. Just come up and be with me here. Join me right here. Stand up. I'd like you to come. You want Jesus to be true shepherd of your life? I want you to come. I want you to come. It may be the first time you're doing that. Yes, you need to be here with me. You need to make him true shepherd of your life. Yes. You want him, you want him, and I do. No more games, I truly want to surrender everything to him. That's what you're saying. It may be the first time, but you're saying, yes, Lord, I'm giving everything up. I want you to be good to me. Amen. 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 I believe there's one more person, and I'm going to wait for you. When I say I'm going to wait for you, meaning the Lord is waiting for you i like you to come and join us. Something is saying inside you, I need to be out there. Why don't you honor God and come out and be with Him? All eyes closed. I'd like for the rest of the congregation, please, thank you, stretch out your hand towards these here that are standing before the Lord. And God is really doing a mighty work in your lives. And God is changing. I need our prayer partners. Please come over. Prayer partners, please come. And stand in front of every one of these. And uh, get the all and pray. First ask what they need from the Lord. And uh, God will hear us. Thank you, Lord. I need all our prayer partners to please come. Angela, I need you to please come and help me. We have a lot of people here. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Psalm 91, verse 1 and 2 says this. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. That shadow is the shadow of protection. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. In Him I will trust. How many will say this morning, Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress. You're saying, God, you are my shepherd. That's what it is. That needs to come out of your mouth as they've been prayed for. Lord, you are my refuge. Lord, you are my fortress. I hide in you. Thank you, Lord God. Father, I bless your people today in the name of Jesus. I bless them with goodness from above. Lord, I bless their finances in the name of Jesus. I bless their bodies in the name of Jesus for health and for strength in the name of Jesus. I bless their relationships in the name of Jesus. I come against everything that's coming against your relationship. Husbands and wives in Jesus' name. That there will be unity in the home and peace in their home in Jesus' name. I bless your people with great goodness today from heaven. Thank you, Father. For hearing our prayers today, in Jesus' name, and God's people said, Amen. Amen. We're dismissed. God bless you.